How's everybody doing today? We're back at the Jay Alvarez podcast, and I have a very special guest today. Her name is Patricia. Uh, Patricia, please introduce yourself. Okay, I'll try. Should I get closer to no, this? You're, no, you're good, good right there where you are. Um, I'm Patricia Shrivgeiser. I am a psychoanalyst, psychotherapist, licensed mental health counselor, psychology, and uh, an athlete, an uh, Ironman athlete, marathoner, uh, hardcore. And uh, that will explain why I also have a branched out on doing a few uh, things for the health of athletes and take care of, oh, and sports psychologist. So take care of the mental piece and the physical piece. Amazing, <laughs> amazing. Uh, a lot that we definitely uh, have to talk about today. Right. Let's get started with where you studied psychology. It's a great question. I uh, studied psychology in Argentina, in Buenos Aires, Argentina, and the John F. Kennedy University and graduated in 1983. You were not in the planet. Wasn't even uh, thought of yet. <laughs> you were not even hovering. You were not nothing. So uh, welcome to the planet, but I was already doing this. Um, for 20 years, I practiced as a psychoanalyst and psychologist in Argentina and then came to America, uh, 2001. How old were you when you got here to uh, 40. America? 40. 40. So you were born and raised born in and Argentina. Raised raised. in Argentina. Yep. And uh, so came here at age 40, which is part of what we are going to talk later uh, Talk later on the book too. Uh, there is, if you have a dream, nothing should stop you. Whatever you want to do, you do it. So I wanted to come here and here I am. What was the initial thought process behind leaving Argentina uh, at 40, at 40 years old after you have studied, already went to college and, and got your title? Um, it's a very good question. Argentina is a beautiful country. Uh, they're um, a little unstable in politics and economy. So it was an up and down. And at some point I was looking up to be in America and see how America experience would be. And that's probably was the thought process. I had a very, very well established practice for 20 years there. And I just Where in Argentina was your practice? Buenos Aires. In Buenos Aires. Yeah. Nice. What can you say were your struggles early on uh, with your practice? Over there or over here? Over there. Um, you started to practice over there. Yes, for, for 20, 20 years. years. And I'm already 20 plus years here. There was no struggle. <laughs> uh, I think that I have a part of what who I am and how I see the, the life. I had such a positive manifested uh, path that I wanted to take that as soon as I graduated right off the bat, I just start doing what I wanted to do and being very, very busy and very, I wouldn't use the word successful because it's a tough word. I would like to say that I'm very happy in practice and assisting a lot of people and doing very well. And we're going to get, uh, into the book and the products that you have okay. uh, shortly. I just kind of want to talk about a little bit more about Argentina. And, All right. And how everything was over there for you. 
Would you say it takes about 10 years to build a self-sufficient uh, practice? Would you say it takes 10 years in that industry? Or how, what, how, what do you have? I'm interested I to have see better you have news to. for you. Let me hear it. <laughs> I have better news for you. I think it just, I will give you a discount. It's not 10 years, it's two years. Wow. So that's good news because you're young and you're starting, you have a business and you're starting another business, which is awesome and never stop, right? Uh, it doesn't take 10 years. It takes, first and foremost, in those days, there was no social media. So actually it was everything word to mouth and uh, that was it. Yeah, so let's you get into that. The, the marketing back then, no social media. What were marketing tactics for you? Were you making cold calls? No, I actually was getting referrals. It was a more word to mouth. And, uh, and actually, that is how I grew, word to mouth, which is it uh, sits on your work ethics and your uh, own PR. And if people know you and do something with you and you are amazing at what you do and you are serious and your ethics is there, people will always come back. So I think that is where the word to mouth is like. In my case, I, I got somebody who said, I think I want you to see um, my, my kids or my family or whatever, and that is how it grew. Um, so this was then, and now you have this amazing tool, which is social media, and you really have, uh, it's a whole different world, right? You yeah. just use your Instagram, your Facebook, your Imagine everything. if you had that when you were growing your business, right? Back Ooh. in the day. Yes, absolutely. So now so, we're here, right? Yes. And uh, let's talk about the first things you did when you got here from Argentina. The first initial steps. First initial step, first and foremost, uh, getting the degree in order to being able to practice. Uh, that was probably for your next question, if there was a struggle uh, as soon as I landed here off the boat, that was the struggle because um, it was uh, pretty much trying to, I, I had to go back to basically updating a lot of the knowledge that I already had out of school 20 years ago and just put it back in the map and start. It was a little complex, but it was just a stone in the road. It was conquered. Right. Real quick. Yeah. What does that entail, that transition? Trans from a business as aspect with your licensing and everything. Um, it it entails getting the office or the offices, investing in that, um, getting the paperwork in order, obviously have documentation as an um, American resident, uh, uh, now I'm a citizen and, uh, and just start. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So we have a book and we have a product and yes. tell them a little bit about the book. Tell them a little bit about the product. Uh, the book, okay, the, the book, the idea of the first, this is the first book, okay. right? So the, the, the book for me has is women can do everything. I'm a big believer women can do everything. And 
the subtitle is you are the strategist of your life. And this is basically empowering women that in different stages in their lives go through uh, becoming a mother and having to stay home and then want to put themselves back in the map in, in a work situation or anything that life does to a person, a loss of a loved one, a loss of a job, anything that a person can go through. And in the book, I state 15,000 examples of what, because it's life. I base the book in my own patients' experiences, changing their names, obviously, but cases that I had over 40 years, because the book is two years old. So it's 40 years of clinical practice uh, experience. And I've, I think I've seen it all. I think I'm pretty sure I've seen it all. So it's, this is what this is, the version in English, the version in Spanish. And it's doing very well because people find, women find this book very inspiring. Basically to not to take no for an answer, an answer, not even deny yourself the possibility of do something different. And that's what is this, beautiful. Second book is on the making because uh, my athlete side, which is an, a highly high competitive athlete in the Ironman international course uh, circuit. So I'm also working on encouraging women that think that they cannot go out and start training and becoming fit, uh, just encouraging that. And you're training yourself. I do. Nice. So a prime example. Yes. Yeah, leading by example. Yes. So this book, in your book, you have 40 years of experience. Yes. So much valuable information I can only imagine is, in, uh, is in that book. Yep. How long has that book been uh, been out now? You said you're already working on your second one. It's, uh, this is uh, about two years, 2022. I just... Uh, honored a lot of the time in the COVID years that we were all strapped there, which is part of the motivation, right? When when stuff happens in the world or to whatever, you got to take advantage of what it seems like a big disadvantage and make it, make it your advantage. So we were home and I was like, okay, uh, well, the practice went as telemedicine, which is awesome. But then I start sat down and start writing a book. So you wrote this book during COVID. Yes. During quarantine. Yes. Ah, nice. Yes. Yeah. Right. And for any women out there, yeah, that are inspired by you and what you've done, yeah, and want to create their own book, what can you let them know? What is that process like? Well, I think that it it starts with a dream. It starts with a the drive of. Uh, wanting it so bad and it starts with sitting in your chair desk computer and start like throwing in titles subtitles ideas drafts and let it let it let it flow and that's probably uh, how I did it right were you catching yourself driving home one day, having yeah. thoughts like, oh, I want to put that in my book. You yes. pull over, you, 
Yes. Write it down on your phone yes. quickly. Yes. There was Recording, a lot of those actually. moments. Recording, yes. voice yes. notes. Yes, voice notes. There was a, a lot, lot of those moments. A lot of those moments. And I'm a runner, so while running. So then I was like, okay, I got to go back fast and just write down my ideas. And yeah, that's it consumes you in a good way. Now, let's talk about logistics and from a business standpoint, right? Yeah. When it comes to making a book, right? You need to get a writer. Or how did you uh, approach that I to actually get it published? Right. I found a publicist and uh, I start writing and he was making corrections. And then there is a funny story to that because he's a, such an English major. So he was fighting me on the title because I feel women can do everything and he was saying no the right way to say it is anything women can do anything i said no anything is the means to feels to me the half glass empty everything is a half glass full so we yeah. had a few fights over the title and then i won i said this and this is my my book, book. <laughs> has the title i want right and so i won so but isn't that like anything is like less? Everything is more. I agree. Yeah. I feel like everything is more internal. Yeah. You know, it's definitely more weight, more passion there than yeah. anything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So you had the publicist. How long did it take from when you initially had it writ written or how much of it was already completed to when you went and uh, had a meeting with the publicist? Did you, were you 50% done, 60% done? Were you just getting started? How, how did that No, work? it was a year, it, a process that took a year. Yeah. And um, complex, it's, uh, you gotta get the proofs, send him my manuscripts and then you get the proofs. Then they change things because it sounds better. I don't like it or do like it. I am so, I'm Argentinian, so I'm ESL, so if I misuse a term, even in this conversation, if I misuse a word, I'm happy to leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's part of the folklore of who I am, right? 100%. I don't need to be perfect, and perfection doesn't exist, so it kind of like has to be. So it was, it was interesting for him to work with me. And that was, also, I feel like, that gives more authenticity Right? It's yes. more core there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I love that. Yeah. So the publishers got it done in how long after that year? Uh, took a few months. A few months. Yeah. And, and what happens after that? After that, um, or throughout this, I had to get photographer to do the photographs. That was another story. I'm a no-makeup girl uh, or woman. <laughs> So I got this makeup thing going on and then pictures with poses. And I'm like, uh, no. The worst part of that is when the pictures got touched. And I look at one of the pictures, obviously not this one. And I said to the photographer, I say, I look like a cadaver. I don't want any touch. I said, you would be the only person who doesn't want to touch, touch up photos. I'm like, no. I know I, I wanted to be legit. I wanted to be as I am. Genuine, and the most, yeah. most genuine as possible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Let's talk about the product that you have here. Yes. So this is another dream come true. And I trademarked this, which was another 
in another investment and uh, idea, right? So I, I, as an athlete, and I'm a vegetarian and, and no drugs, no nothing weird. Um, I, uh, I, I compete hardcore Ironman races, which is the long distance triathlon, swim, bike, run, 140.6 miles. Wow. Plus marathons also. So those races require the right nutrition, of course, but also the right supplements. And uh, I wasn't that keen on the supplements where it has extra stuff that I, mystery uh, ingredients that I Things don't know what Things you can't they, pronounce. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Things but, nobody can pronounce. It's like, what is this chemical? You know? Yes. So it starts in my kitchen where um, start making in the organic capsules and buying all the organic powders. And they came up uh, with a hobby. He is the brains behind it because he's really not his business, but he's a self, -edu very self-educated um, into the chemist part of this. And who is this? My husband. Your husband. Your husband so does. Uh, he knows about chemistry. He knows because he knows because he's an intelligent individual, but he is a businessman. But I, I recruited him. I said. We need to do this. Let's so, make this product. Yes. Let's get it out there. And he got he got hooked into doing it. And so it's in the kitchen. Have videos. It's funny as hell just to watch it. And then we made this one. Well, the brand is Patricia Health. And that's the logo, which is an athlete. Patricia Health is trademarked. So it's it's mine, mine, mine. Right. And uh, I, I don't have my glasses, so I can't read to anybody what is in it. But trust me, we uh, I use it, right? So I'm, I'm using that for a while because they, we just got it out in the market a few months ago. But this is around fellow athletes and friends. So if I give... If, if I give an athlete a box, I should just take it. Obviously, we are friends. You trust me. I'm not giving you anything wrong. And people go, what is in it? Because it makes you really fly. It's nice. really, really good stuff in this. Like totally, totally legit. And I'm very happy with this because it's, it's really... So friends that own bicycle stores and... Uh, even a couple of people with functional medicine places want to sell it because it's really a good product. So I'm happy for that. Yeah. And it's a matter happy of... for you. Thank I'm you. Happy for you. So you did the first book. Now you have the product and you're working on the second book. And yes. not to get back into the business aspects of it, but I, I really enjoy logistics and yeah, I really sure. enjoy business and how it, how it runs and how it functions. And... And you're very inspirational. I just met you, you, but you're very inspirational. Thank you. And I feel like a lot of women are going to watch this or are going to follow you throughout Thank your you. journey. And they're going to feel inspired. Thank you. Which is why I want you to let them know if a woman feels inspired and they want to create their own product, what, what does that entail? What You said you trademarked the name and then you, how do you source the, the, the product, right? All, all of that. If you could get it's, into that, I would, I would really appreciate that. It's legwork. It's a lot of legwork. Uh, I 
didn't fund anything with a ton of money in the sense that there is no uh, sugar daddy behind me, nothing like that. <laughs> there is just me. I'm a, I'm a psych. I mean, I work as in psychology. So basically, I work a lot of hours a week with patients. Um, so I fund my own dreams with my own money. And that is a triple, quadruple, quadruple, well, multiplies the, the aspect of uh, fulfillment. So you sit down and you st I started Googling stuff, like uh, how to, I said, I wanted this to be mine. I don't want anybody to copy it and sell it under another name and steal the idea. I want a trademark. So I went to LegalZoom, let's say, and I Google, and I was lost in a mice of letters and contracts and stuff, <laughs> annoys me a lot. I don't want to have patience for that, but then you force yourself to, okay, focus. Patricia, focus. Uh, and uh, because the, the, the dream is, the drive is there. And I really did that. I just went through the legal Zoom thing, and then I think at some point was too slow for my patients. <laughs> so I contact different lawyer friends to see if that was in, in track. Right. And then, you know, this is America, so you can track with a number everything online. <laughs> yeah. Not like Cuba of your parents or Argentina right. in my days. Right. And um, so I was kind of like following. I'm very hands-on with what I do. I don't hire people to do things for me necessarily. And I like to be hands-on. So I was on this. The book, you know, with the corrections, came a different word there. I said, why is that word who sounds from Ecuador, Spanish? <laughs> uh, right, it wasn't an Argentinian word. I right. said, no, I need this to be an Argentinian word. Hands-on with everything I do. And I think this is what anybody who wants to start any business, I would start by saying, uh, network, ask questions, talk to everybody, um, don't be afraid. If somebody laughs at you, leave. Nobody could do that to you. And, and ask and, and do your research and then be hands-on. Absolutely. Yeah. And guys, you heard her say it. This was not... Uh, investment investor that came in and, and helped helped her launch this stuff she was still working her regular job and on the side she would do her own research she would do her own due diligence and look she was able to create her book she was able to create her product she funded it all herself she yeah. has full creative control from what I'm understanding yes she takes pride in in every little detail from yeah. this word to that word to yep. the title to yep. how the, the the branding of the book is gonna be. So it really is just all her. Yep. So it's a perfect example that if you have a dream and off of a burning desire, yep. you can accomplish whatever you want. Yes. So it's it's fascinating. It's, Agree a hundred percent. You are you you know you are you are in that path, right? So. Right. Uh, and I do not advise you or anybody to call a dream a side gig. It's not a side gig because the moment you call a f your future business a side gig won't grow as a business, will be always a side gig. 
So you can have many businesses with the same level of importance, right? right. I don't know if you allow me to say, but let's say you are a barber by trade. Right. That's your main business. But then you are having this other business. Right. So it's not a side gig. It's your other business. And then you can have all the businesses you want. Take notes, guys. Yes. Notes. Yes. She is not yes. lying. It's all, it's all facts. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yep. And it's proven. I am a living proof of that. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I Very remember nice. at some point when I came here, I opened one practice psychology. And then I was in Nyack, New York. And then I said, well, I want one in New York and one in Fort Lee. So I consulted my couple of my family members are going, no, you are crazy. You're going to be schlepping around and driving there, coming here, winter, summer. So everybody was saying, no, don't do it. I'm like, okay, thank you guys. Of course I did it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was great. Yeah. It's like people sometimes will tell you, oh, no, maybe it's too much. Maybe you will distract your attention from something else. If you believe in your capabilities, don't you get have discouraged. to do it. Yeah, don't yeah. get discouraged. And oftentimes we want to share our visions with people and we want to tell them and we want them to feel how as excited as we are about our projects. Yeah. And they might not, might not be seeing it the way you're seeing it. Absolutely. Sometimes Absolutely. would you say it's better to not share your visions and your dreams? Or when it comes to that, are you selective with who you share yes. your ideas with? It's an amazing question. Uh, there is a saying that I was taught about when I was your age, give or take, which is the secret of success is the secret. So you really are more safe if you safer if you don't share. Yet you choose who you when you are not networking, because that is what give. Why am I sitting here? Because I saw you and I asked. What is this guy doing there? And it sounded fantastic. The paraphernalia here, it's very impressive. Appreciate you. Right. So this guy is serious. And that was just by being here. So you share with who you think will give add value to what you really want to get done. And also, I believe as a person and a professional and as a businesswoman, give and take, take and give. It's a two-way street. I, I don't really have much uh, respect for the takers. I have a lot of respect for the givers and takers. So by the network, I'm giving you something you are giving, and that is the synergy that you create. 100%. Thank you. Absolutely. Keep your third eye open, too. Your intuition is bigger than your rational brain. So when, when something tells you to not to share to somebody who could be a potential asset for you, it might be a reason. Respect that. Absolutely. So let's talk about the future for you. Oh, right. Nice. Um, we got the second book on the way. When can they be expecting the second book? About a year. In about a year. Okay. And also, let's talk about how you plan on getting these products out to people. You kind of touched that a little bit uh, prior in the conversation. How do you plan on, on distributing all of this and getting it on shelves and, and having partnerships and, and, and all of that, if you can get into Great that? Great question. So there is a website, which is patriciahealth.com. So there is a website where 
most of it is there. But then uh, since the product is so good, uh, three different, four different businesses are asking me to have them in their shelves. Nice. So it's happening as we speak. It's Can happening. you disclose these businesses or you can't get yes, into Yes, one is Juventi, which you will have a conversation with him later. Okay. Uh, Strictly Bicycles, it's here in Fort Lee. It's a high-end uh, store, uh, shop, shop, bicycle shop. Uh, Richwood Cycle in Richwood is another friend of mine that is begging and insisting to have the product. Nice. And Pinnacle Wellness, it's a friend of mine. Uh, Pilates and Masseuse, both of them, Tamara and Laura, are fr my friends and partners. They also want their, in their websites, all of them, and in their shelves. Nice. So that is the start. Right, the start. Yeah. A lot of small business supporting each other. Yes. Eventually, yes. do you want to scale to the uh, big corporations, or would you rather keep your product out of that? Out of that. Right. And, and that's fine. There's yeah. people that... Don't want to go too too scale too corporate or too nope. or too public. It's people that rather keep the company private. Absolutely. Can can you share your thoughts on that uh, idea, that perspective, and why this, you feel that way? If it's okay. Yeah, of course. I, a hundred and fifty percent support small businesses, and uh, I think that it's still a niche in the world where people prefer to be treated by somebody in a small business catered by somebody from a small business. I know I can guarantee that it's done with all the purity and no no crap in it. And I'm not 100% sure once you put you, yourself in the hands of a corporation, what were they cut corners with? Um, you know, I, I, I rather control, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely, at the core, yeah. even throughout the whole, the whole interview. Yeah, it's always you. been just keeping that quality control and yeah. keeping the integrity of the product. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's not to be um, too hungry and too ambitious or too eager, right? Keep it right, do it right. And might not be millions, maybe millions in a time, maybe not. Who cares? It's there. It's out there. Yeah. No, I love it. Thank I you. Love it. I love Thank it. I love you. it. Thank and I feel like it's an inspirational story. Thank you. Anything you want to share with uh, with them before we believe where they could uh, purchase the book, uh, where they could find it? PatriciaHealth.com. One word. PatriciaHealth.com. PatriciaHealth.com. Then the book is in Amazon. Women can do everything. And that's kind of the picture that you can see in Amazon. And, and uh, I know all of you have an Amazon account. Yes, Amazon everybody, membership. right? So definitely look yeah. up the book and, and order it. Yeah. I'm actually going to uh, get it myself. Oh. I'm give a copy to my aunts, my mother. I'm going to order a couple of those books. Thank you, thank sure. you, thank you. Most definitely. And uh, what do we, a message, a, a brief message, because I don't want to hold you. Uh, sky is the limit. I mean, when you want to get something done, just get your own uh, horsepower going <laughs> <laughs> and just do it. Okay. Just do it.